It was a long journey, tenacious and intense, driven by a profoundly personal quest. Without knowing the methods or means, Joseph Jaworski, stunned by what his father uncovered as the Watergate special prosecutor, committed himself to transforming the nature of leadership in our nation. Joseph's journey, chronicled years later in Synchronicity, The Inner Path of Leadership, upended his personal life, his career track, and his core beliefs. Following his deepest instincts, Jaworski sought out individuals who had thought with unusual clarity about the human interaction and the phenomenon of leadership. He absorbed, even as he didn't immediately understand, an extraordinary range of ideas, hypotheses, and unfolding mental constructs. His access to individuals who normally welcomed very little engagement probably had something to do with his fiercely tenacious curiosity. I've never met anybody, wrote his friend and colleague Peter Senge in the introduction to Synchronicity, who's as good at wondering as Joe is. Encounters with Greenleaf, Hess, and Bohm Jaworski's learning encounters would have defining impacts on what was to follow, especially reading the writings of Robert Greenleaf, Herman Hess, and talking with Dr. David Bohm. In Synchronicity, Jaworski writes of finding in his mail one day an unsolicited copy of The Servant as Leader, a slim pamphlet by Robert Greenleaf. The moment I saw the words Servant as Leader, they had an enormous impact on me. The very notion of servant leadership was absolutely stunning to me, and I couldn't put it out of my mind. It was as if someone had suddenly cleansed my lens of perception, enabling me to understand what I had been struggling with for so long. At the same time, it was as if a memory of long ago had been reawakened. In The Servant as Leader, Greenleaf describes how he took inspiration for his work from Herman Hesse's journey to the east. In this story, we see a band of men on a mythical journey, probably also Hess's own journey. The central figure of the story is Leo, who accompanies the party as the servant who does their menial chores, but who also sustains them with his spirit and his song. He is a person of extraordinary presence. All goes well until Leo disappears. Then the group falls into disarray and the journey is abandoned. They cannot make it without the servant Leo. The narrator, one of the party, after some years of wandering, finds Leo and is taken into the order that had sponsored the journey. There he discovers that Leo, whom he had known first as servant, was in fact the titular head of the order, its guiding spirit, a great and noble leader. David Bohm, a groundbreaking theoretical physicist and close associate of Albert Einstein, may have had an even more consequential impact on Jaworski's thinking. Bohm's work, which wove together emerging understanding of the physical, social, psychological, and spiritual dimensions of the human experience, affirmed an indivisible unity of all living matter. Jaworski looked back with enormous gratitude on an afternoon they spent together near the end of Bohm's life. The older man's remarks in that single conversation, summarized later in synchronicity, crystallized Jaworski's far-flung inquiry.
Bohm had shared with me in London an explicit mental model of the way he believed the world works and the way he believed human beings learn and think. To Bohm, it was clear that humans have an innate capacity for collective intelligence. They can learn and think together, and this collaborative thought can lead to coordinated action. We are all connected and operate within living fields of thought and perception. The world is not fixed, but is in constant flux. Accordingly, the future is not fixed, and so can be shaped. Humans possess significant tacit knowledge. We know more than we can say. The question to be resolved? How to remove the blocks and tap into that knowledge in order to create the kind of future we all want.